The brain processes nearly 10,000 visual and oral cues per minute. As first impressions stick, make the customer see your business in the right way. Funky Vibes can ensure your vibes attract the right tribe with their marketing expertise, graphic design, bespoke websites, and social media packages. For more information or a no-commitment initial consultation, simply email your tribe at funkyvibe.co.uk. You're listening to Go Fish, exclusively on the PodStation. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Go Fish Marketing Podcast, where each week we cover some tips in a topic that will hopefully help you make the most of your budget or to help your business get out of any challenging times and buy jingo. There's plenty of them at the minute with this COVID-19 issue crippling many industries and certainly creating new challenges that we've probably never come across before. Now, on that chirpy note, I should introduce myself. My name's Paul Adam. My business is Funky Vibes Marketing. Thankfully, I have some cheerier folk who do this show with me because a Dow Yorkshireman talking on his own for an hour will probably require you to just drive your car over the edge of a cliff. And that'd be no good because then you couldn't listen to the rest of the shows that we do. So without further ado, I shall introduce my fellow co-hosts. I have Elaine Atherton from To Sum It Up and Chris Roxborough from uh, My Marketing Guy. Hi, you guys. Hi, everybody. Hi, great to be here today. Are you safe and sound and well? Yes, and it's a long time since I've heard the phrase by Jingo. I think it was Ken Dodd in the 60s. That, uh, but, but thank you for, for bringing that whole flooding back. Oh, brilliant. Oh, my God. This is setting the tone here, isn't it? I can see what we, where we're going to go with this one. I'm a big supporter of the classics, which is why I like you so much, Chris. <laughs> Now, oh, he's funny. Now, to balance up uh, this trio of humour, we have another special guest with us today. Again, because we're locked in our houses and so the three of us have become even more stir-crazy than normal, we thought we'd try and get someone sane on the show to help bring a little bit of professionalism to proceedings. I've got Rosie Diver here, the digital coach, who's going to help us cover some topics on social media and how to get started because whenever whenever we often talk about social media there is a a tendency or sometimes a natural inclination to say things and assume that people know what we're talking about and indeed how to then go away and do them so rosie's hopefully going to give us some guidance for those who we perhaps miss the boat with when we say these things because we're nice and inclusive so uh, without further ado, Rosie, how are you doing? Fantastic, thank you. Thank you for patiently waiting for that rather prolonged introduction. Are you nice and safe and sound? Nice and safe and sound, yes, going slightly stir-crazy. So I feel I feel a bit like a caged tiger, like everybody else, I'm sure, in these days. So, yeah. But yeah, coping. Are you, are you able to uh, still do things and offer services? Being oh, absolutely. Um, in, in essence, lockdown hasn't really altered my business very much at all because while I love meeting people face-to-face, I've always done my 
follow-up work and the majority of my work's been online through Google Hangouts, if you remember those, to begin with, uh, and then Zoom. So it hasn't actually affected my business. And are you now doing uh, any training and courses, etc., online? Training, yes. I'm still working with clients. I I tend to work one-to-one, although I do do courses, but my my one-to-one, my face-to-face training has not stopped and i guess i should ask you uh, what it is that we're going to be covering today because you can probably far more eloquently describe it than i have and could well what i thought i'd do is i would do some top tips for those who are starting out with social media so there are lots of people out there at the moment who are thinking about what i've done it for quotes them the employer for a certain number of years wonder if i could do it for myself and starting a business is well a whole new game isn't it but things to think about when you're starting up with social media fantastic and we're going to do a new set now we we, when i say in normal times they seem a far distant memory these days we we do try and cover some news topics that might be relevant for people to take into consideration when they're looking at how to implement their marketing strategy of course there's only been one headline that has dominated the news world for the last two months which has left very little space for anything else but we're going to try and squeeze some developments in the world into the show (laughs) they probably Mm. still will have a covid19 slant to them but elaine have we got any news at all well i think we've got plenty of news haven't we i think as you said it's really hard to sort of not have the covid slant in there isn't it really but of course it's all a moving feast at the moment isn't it you know you know daily we're hearing more about things that are opening and things that are changing and of course as we've said before are are things you know ever going to be the same again who knows but but what we've sort of heard in the last um a couple of days is uh, we're starting to get some figures on you know, online shopping, and I'm not talking clothes shopping here. I'm talking food, um, and the sort of the numbers are just ramping up all the time, as we'd expect, of course, because a lot of us are obviously trying to not go out um, to get the, the online food shopping. So, so there's um, a lot of activity in there. In, interestingly, as a consumer, it's it's funny, isn't it? How when you look for the things that you normally go for, it's like this really what how odd that some things are just not there and you think why are those things so popular <laughs> and it's like this sort of real difference in in buyers so i suppose the point is isn't it is as a business owners we've got to be thinking here is what is it that people need do they need the things from us that they once needed or actually are we providing different needs for some of our clients at the moment so so that's sort of my, my slant on things really is we've got to keep really close to our buyers and what is it that they're looking for. It might necess- might not necessarily be what it was before. Well, it, it, it was a strange one because mm. we, we, we did go through a phase where there was no toilet roll. It was like rocking yeah. horse poo to get hold of. <laughs> and yet, ironically, uh, one of the symptoms of COVID-19 didn't require a huge amount of toilet roll, which left everyone wondering why it is that everybody suddenly felt the urge to buy toilet roll. Um, I do know someone who's having to do a lot of buying for vulnerable people who've been locked away, so elderly people, and um, he says his Amazon account, you know, when you usually buy things or it it suggests things that you might want to buy based on previous habits, 
he says that's now being thoroughly ruined because, of course, all of the stuff he's now <laughs> been buying is nothing like what he would want or normally buy. And so Amazon yeah. doesn't know whether he's a middle-aged woman or an 18-year-old <laughs> boy <laughs> or somewhere yeah. in between. Yeah. Confused.com at the minute, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, there, there does seem to be some change. I mean, of course, we, we've mentioned this before, Chris, that the online world has definitely been where the, the action is at by virtue of everyone being locked away in the house. And I suspect it's going to lessen slightly. We can go online. We can present our workshops, our one-to-one trainings, etc., etc. We can do that on, online with no problem now because we've all, we've all learnt new skills. Indeed, we definitely have. Rosie, the, the measures, uh, rightly or wrongly, and we keep tend to keep politics out of this show, uh, because life's complicated enough without trying to talk about it in addition to marketing. At the time of doing this show, good old Bojo has decided to move us on to the next stage of the lockdown process and is encouraging some people to go back into work and has kind of set a, a loose plan because, of course, it's subject to many different circumstances and factors which could change at any moment. We're looking at sort of by the 1st of June, some of the retail industry opening up. Do you think there's going to be a big rush for everyone to go shopping because they've been locked in the houses for the last, well, it'll be good three months by then? Or do we think this is going to be a, a slow and incremental change? I think there are an awful lot of people living in fear and their attitude to whether or not they're going outside to mingle with other peoples that could potentially kill them um, will dictate where they go so no I don't I don't think there will be a mad rush but it would be interesting by say Christmas whether the changes in people's shopping habits buying habits, uh, learning habits, meeting. Of course, right. there is there is a plan to lead us out of lockdown, which how stringently that can be followed is, as I've already said, subject to many, many different things. However, there are the wheels which have started the motion towards that. And we've been banging on repeatedly about the importance of assessing your marketing plan, looking at what your options are, getting yourself strategically in place so that when the uh, the the training breaks come off, you can just launch yourself full speed. I guess if we were still going to be encouraging people to do that, Elaine, we're kind of now at that point where you really need to get the speed, you know, you need to slip into top gear because yeah. we're nearly there now. We're nearly at that point where you're going back to work. And if you haven't done those things we've been re- recommending, you've kind of missed the boat a little bit. Yeah, and you, and you could sort of, you know, you can understand where people have been because it, it's it's like, well, yes, things came to a, a sort of grinding halt. And then, you know, as we've said over these last weeks, isn't it, some people just sort of literally... You know, rabbit in the headlights didn't do anything for weeks. Some people couldn't do anything. So, so whatever you know, I'm I'm a bit of a don't look back, look forward. Whatever you 
haven't done, you haven't done it. <laughs> so what 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 you do today um, and tomorrow is going to be hugely important, isn't it? So if you you know for whatever reasons, if you haven't been able to do anything or you didn't want to do anything, you know absolutely today's the day to start getting that um, that plan right. And hopefully what most people have done, they, in essence, they've, made, they've had, got the sort of strategy there, but they, you know, they couldn't particularly put it into action, but absolutely now is is the time. And as we mentioned, I think it was last week's, was about upskilling yourself. Um, you know, ho- hopefully a lot of that's been going on. And, and from what I sort of have seen of people and heard, um, you know, people have, well, you know, we, we talk about Zoom, don't we? You know, there's people who, who've used Zoom that have used it about 50 times who've never used it a month ago, once, never mind. So so there's loads of different things that people have done, uh, but it's there's, there's no, it's not a time for waiting any longer. The time, we, we've got some guidelines of when things are going to be happening. Absolutely needs to happen. ASAP now if it hasn't happened already. And one of those things, Chris, that we mentioned uh, was upskilling, getting some personal development under your belt, learning some new skills and developing them so that you are able to use them quite efficiently and effectively uh, when we're able to get going. Uh, What we could probably do with is having a guest on the show who could help people learn a new skill like social media and the basics um uh, who, could perhaps, who could perhaps cover that topic <laughs> and we happen to have one today don't oh, we Just well go, look at that only by coincidence <laughs> they don't call me a pro for nothing you know rosie so <laughs> having, anybody would think you planned it oh, so having seamlessly segued into <laughs> that rosie shall we help people upskill a little bit all right and let's start with some basics indeed um, Let's start with some absolute basics, which I'm sure you guys have covered, but actually they're so important that we're going to start with them again. So get your pens and paper ready, ladies and gentlemen. We're going for six top tips on getting your social media started properly. So the first one, I'm sure you'll agree, guys, because we're all in marketing, is you need to be really, really clear what it is that you sell actually what it is that you sell. So if you um, sell vintage necklaces, it's not, it's not a vintage necklace that somebody's buying. They're probably buying the feeling of feeling super special and the kind of look at me, which is very different to what you think you're selling. I'm sure you guys have all come across that. So, The way to do that, a quick how-to, is to say, um, what are the benefits of what I sell to that person? And then say, which means that? And then say, which means that? And then say, which means that? So that you really drill down to absolutely what it is that you sell. So I teach people how to do things, but I am selling, if you like, time, because I make them more time efficient. Yeah? Yeah. That makes sense? Mm. Yeah? Yeah, Very very well put there, Rosie. Very well put. That's a piece of paper, and uh, I sell vintage necklaces. People buy them. 
why do they buy them? They buy them because they're lovely and sparkly. What does that actually mean to them? And it would drill down to they have an emotional attachment to feeling something special. They're buying an emotional uh, response. That's actually what they're buying. So that's what you market to. And if you don't know that, uh, you'll just sell them necklaces and stuff. And they don't actually want the stuff. You maybe no want to buy attachment. a vintage necklace, Rosa. <laughs> So I'm quite sure. I'm quite sure we could find you something that would make you feel special. Well, I can carry quite it off. Sure we could. <laughs> I'm not suggesting for a minute that you can't. I'm just saying, I'm sure we could find you something that would make you feel special. That's all I'm saying. Everybody needs to feel special. With 22 million UK users, LinkedIn offers a fabulous opportunity to find your ideal clients and to stay ahead of your competition. But what do these future clients currently find when they visit your profile? First impressions count. So, are you proud of your fantastic profile because it is client ready and written with them in mind? Or do you look at it and wonder how you could do better because you are not generating leads? My Marketing Guy works with those who want to take advantage of the amazing potential offered by LinkedIn. So, for more details, please email guy at mymarketingguy.co.uk to arrange an initial consultation. Remember, your next client is on LinkedIn. So what, t what next tip are we moving on to there? So, know who is likely to buy. So... If you're buying a vintage necklace, the likelihood is it is a lady who is buying. If you are um, selling um, golf clubs, then it, the likelihood is that it is a golf enthusiast or a family member of a golf enthusiast that is buying. So you really have to understand who is likely to buy? And the answer is not everybody. Oh, yeah, I so agree with that, Rosie. It's like that, is it? I, I could sell to everybody. Uh, no, I don't think you could. No, honestly, I could. No, <laughs> it's the classic answer, isn't it? My, my, yeah, well, exactly. You see, my dad now buys his cars based on whether he can or can't fit his golf clubs into the boot, which, quite frankly, is an offensive reason to choose or not to choose a car because he's passed up on some fabulous models of cars by virtue of no but i couldn't fit me me golf clubs in there i was like dad <laughs> they could go on the back seat if it's the difference between getting that car or that car back seat golf clubs <laughs> now you see i'm with your dad i look at cars and think oh it's gorgeous but i couldn't get my canoe on top you see now i'm with your dad <laughs> Well, I, I I bought a I bought a, an Audi TT many years ago. Couldn't couldn't get the golf clubs in the in the boot, so put them in the front seat. I mean, they wouldn't go in the back. There is no back, so put them on the front seat. Just couldn't carry passengers. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you put your wife in the boot. <laughs> oh, I can hear fallings of that. Yeah, <laughs> and that was after using the golf clubs and put the body in the boot. <laughs> Oh, Rosie, quickly move us on before we turn quickly into chaos and All carnage. Right. So uh, we know what we sell <laughs> and we know who is likely to buy. So now we have to know where they are. Where do they hang out? Do they hang out online? Do they hang out offline? Um, where are we going to find them? So we, there's no point put, 
putting all of your marketing into Facebook if actually they're going to be on Instagram. There's no point putting all of your efforts into LinkedIn if they aren't there. So you need to know where they are in order to target them. Otherwise, you're wasting your time. And the way to do that is to go on a bit of a safari. You know what they're buying. You know what they they kind of look like. So go find them. Go and have a, a noodle around. Rummage through the bins. That's the one. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And then understand that once you've, once you've found your social media platform that you've decided where they, that that's perfect for you and for them, learn one well. There's Facegram, there's Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest and LinkedIn and WhatsApp and, 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 and just pick one, do it well, have successes, then move on. Otherwise, you'll confuse yourself, you'll waste your time and you'll confuse your audience and they won't buy, frankly. How do you do that, Rosie? It's easy for us to say, find one and do it well. Where do you start with that single platform? So let's say, for example, yeah, go on. Vintage necklaces, all right? Vintage necklaces, okay? You want to sell vintage necklaces. Facebook would be where you would build a community of people around you who would love your vintage necklaces and refer you. But actually what you want is Instagram, because that's where people are looking with a buying mind. And the way that you learn which platform is best for which is that you ask some experts like you guys. You take advice. I mean, that would be another top tip. Don't try and do it all on your own. Any advice that you pay for in the initial stages to start you off right is an investment in your business. So invest. Do you think, Rosie, do you think that's one of the challenges when you start that um, because it's sort of that that beast, isn't it? We're all on social media. And then, of course, you're seeing all these messages from people saying, oh, you've got to be on here and you've got to be doing this and you've got to be doing that. So this, you know, new person starting off that gets very overwhelmed and actually doesn't really know then who to listen to. Um, because there's no point in listening to someone who's selling from something completely different to you, having great success on a platform, when actually your products is never going to work there. So it's quite hard, isn't it? It is hard, and I agree that it's hard. But actually, if you're going to start off and you're going to start right, um, um, having done the initial work, which you can do yourself, uh, an hour or so of an expert's time is, is, is worth investing in. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Mm. And then it's about doing the work I mean, you, you, the beautiful thing about advice is that you can take it or not. Hopefully people will take it. But if they're absolutely determined to go down one road, even having taken advice, the thing to do is to do it, to prove to yourself in three to four months if it's working or if it's not. But before you start doing anything, be really, really clear about what success looks like. Is it number of website hits? Is it number of sales? Is it number of people in a group? Be really clear about what it is that you're aiming for. And that's such a difficult one, isn't it, Rosie? The what success looks like question. Um, I I ask this question to people fairly frequently. Um, And it's it's a terribly difficult, well, people find it very difficult to... uh, 
to answer unless you give them a stare down a, you know, is it uh, is it engagement? Is it uh, the, the bottom line is it, it probably should be orders, leads and inquiries. Mm. Otherwise, what's the purpose of that activity if uh, if they're not generating some sort of encouragement towards a sale? The thing is, it could be skewed, can't it? You know, you mm. could um, mm. you could start out and you could go to a craft fair. We're talking vintage necklaces. We could go to a craft fair. We could meet a lot of people offline, point them to the website, and it will skew our marketing so we have to be really careful about yeah. what our success looks like so what does success look like from our craft sales what does success look like in terms of people coming to our website what does success look like in terms of sales generated mm-hmm. by you've got to be really clear about that um okay so we've we've got to do a, a do a platform well pick one mm-hmm. do one well what what's next on our list right. understand how everything in social fits together with your your in your marketing strategy that it doesn't ever stand alone so that you're not just spending all of your time writing facebook posts or taking pretty pictures and putting hashtags in for instagram that you are in fact linking them all together the purpose of our social and digital marketing is sales how are they going to buy what does our our full digital marketing strategy look like? Which when you're starting off is, I don't know what that means. But it's about nothing just stands on its own. It's all got to fit together. And then my last tip would be, you can't do this without spending money. So set a budget and spend it carefully and wisely you know you you could spend a fortune on air google seo or you could spend a reasonable amount of money on clever facebook ads or you could just hit boost post and give facebook all of your money you need to you need you need a a careful strategy you need to know what you're investing in you need to take some lessons and you need to spend but you do wisely but you do need to spend very good. Yeah. yeah. How, where do you start when you're trying to figure out what your budget is, Chris? Uh, certainly at the outset, because, of course, we're talking about people who may not necessarily have any previous experience in these areas. So it's yeah. a little bit like throwing a dart at a dartboard <clears throat> with a blindfold on, isn't it? Yes, that's diff- different for everybody as well. Um if I'm if I'm looking to advertise a workshop in in those fond days gone by, um, I'd look at I'd look at the look at the cost of the workshop, how many people I uh, I wanted to get onto that workshop, and then take um, I'd usually spend ten percent of what what my anticipated turnover was going to be, and. It's worked very well at times. It hasn't worked at other times, but I can only, I can only put that down to possibly seasonality, um, because it's been a similar sort of similar sorts of campaigns. They've to similar sort of target markets, but I have had very different different results. So don't be don't be despondent if if you if your results are very poor. Have a good look at it. But it's a bit like the old drawing a straight line. 
do it do it three times before you if it bombs out every time you've got your straight line um, <laughs> if it bombs out once and succeeds twice then learn from learn from all those experiences what what you did what time you did it how you promoted it etc etc but i look at 10% of uh, of what i anticipate turnover being and all target. and all of these things are building block elaine uh, rosie quite rightly says that you shouldn't look at these things in isolation they are all part of a wider toolbox you may just be using one of the tools within that toolbox quite often the the trap people fall into is assuming that they can do it all straight away without any problems and that's not really the case you've got to build things over time yeah you have and it it is yeah, as Rosie said at the outset, this this is part of the bigger picture, isn't it? So we're we're you know it's I was sort of liken it to if you were opening a shop on the high street and you got you had all these amazing things inside and it all looked beautiful, but you had the shutters down, no sign up outside, and you didn't bother telling anybody it was there, then you're never going to it's never going to work, is it? So you, there's a whole host of things you need to do to get your messaging out there and some of it will be word of mouth some of it will be going out there and doing the networking face-to-face stuff and some of it will be the social media so it's a whole mixture of things and some you will find will work better than others which is why we can't base our our complete model on someone else's because unless they're selling exactly the same thing in the same place to the same audience then you know it's a very unlikely we're all going to have the same model uh, that's going to work so so yeah, without without doubt, it's um it's it's about being part of the bigger picture, and as Chris said, you can't just do it once and think, oh well, that never worked. I've got to you know yeah. that was a waste of money. There is a you know a fair bit of trial and error when when you start, um, and and for me, how I always look at it is is that it's look at it through the eyes of your buyer. That's the biggest mistake we make is we talk, we look at things through the eyes of the seller, the seller because we are the, ultimately selling our product. We should look at it through the eyes of the buyer. If I was buying your product, what, you know, just as Rosie said there, what is it it's going to do for me? And they, they're the words we should be looking at putting out there as our messaging because that's the, the words that are going to appeal to the buyer, not, not the words of a salesperson. So trial and error without, you know, without doubt. I mean, you know, we, we all know what we're doing to a degree, but I, I, you know, absolutely would say, I know personally that, you know, sometimes I've really sort of had to play with, with some of the words and, and sometimes I've got them completely wrong and then, and then taken a step back and looked at them and think, you know, this is not appealing to who I think it should be appealing to. And, and you know, so it's, it is trial and error without doubt. And Rosie, how do you coach people? Sorry, were you going to say something then? I was actually. I was going to follow up on um, what Elaine said, and it's about being prepared to use everything as a as a learning opportunity. Oh, that didn't work. Well, okay. As and Chris said, what can I learn from that? Not go. Oh, I'm rubbish at this. Can't do it. I should go back to whatever it was that I came from. Um, but to say, okay, what have I learned from this? And to use it as a, as a learning experience. Failure isn't failure. It's just a way of saying this is a way not to do it. 
to do something differently, but not to give up too soon. Three to four months, you need to pursue a strategy for three to four months. And that's really important that you put some longevity in there. 10 Minutes, 10 Days, 10 Actions is brought to you by Two Summit Up. Expert sales tips and advice provided in a structured, bite-sized way for only £97. Learn how to improve your processes with 10-minute podcasts provided each day for 10 days, which you can listen to from the comfort of your own home, office or whilst out and about. For more information, visit twosummitup.co.uk forward slash 10 actions. How do you guide people in approaching the use of a social media platform for the first time and understanding or at least looking at how they can tie it in either with something that they already have in place or what they might introduce at some point in the near future? So we look at lots of things. First of all, we, we go through the exercise that I've just done as top tips. We actually go through and we say, right, where are your customers? What is it what, or in the right order? What is it that you're actually, actually selling? And most uh, people, when they're starting off, really haven't got a grip of exactly what it is they're selling. So we, we do that whole process, actually, and we say, right, what is it? What are the benefits? who is likely to be your customer build a customer avatar as they're called you know the the person that you hold in your head when you're doing your marketing spiel uh, and and then we discuss are there any platforms that we think that they're on and are there any platforms that we that, that you know how to use already well why don't we start with those and if they're completely inappropriate then we look at what's a better flat platform why we should use it and then how to use it and I sit alongside people and I uh, sit and talk them through it and coach them through it and set them homework which they have to do (laughs) like it (laughs) I think that's something that people often overlook when it comes certainly to social media they assume it's just post 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 to keep an awareness and to keep on firing things out into the ether without an awful lot of thought going into why they're doing it and making sure that what it is they're doing ties into something else that they're trying to achieve Uh, i'll give you a good example which is we're doing an end of season awards due for the football club that i'm the chairman of at the minute now because of course lockdown we're stuck to just doing an online social distancing version of the awards due which for people like me is great because a i can just throw myself into the thrust of technology and it gives you an opportunity to think outside of the box with how you approach it because there are no rules because given a normal circumstance we'd all be down at the pub uh, drinking and doing the normal things so it's great being able to come up with a new way of doing it however the promotion of the event has nicely tied into doing that so making sure that we send them to the website to book their tickets for the event in terms of promoting the voting for the awards they're sent to our social media platforms and for those players who are up for the nominations for those awards they're encouraged to share with their friends and family to essentially campaign like a presidential candidate to try and get the votes and in doing so we're obviously sharing our platforms and our content 
and yeah. the fact that we exist to all and sundry and maybe there might be one or two people in there who either jump on board because they like what we're seeing or might come back to get some work or might even want to sponsor the club and get involved by virtue of what it is that we're doing and all of those things are tied in and i have to say and we, we, we're going to touch on this as a topic at some point but mobile apps are, are fabulous for tying all of these things in together so our football club cheshire lines uh, football club have a bespoke mobile app which i think is fabulous because it enables me to tie in all of our social media platforms all of our website content it allows us to send out messages to people it allows people to listen to the podcast shows all there watch the youtube videos all on there it can send everyone in one place so the ability now to like you say when you start when i do a post on facebook for the football i kind of know where i want to send people and why i'm wanting to send them where they are and that's often something that's overlooked yeah i think well just on that sorry we do need the mobile app person coming on don't we because that would be really helpful actually yeah but anyway sorry go on rosie what were you going to say no you're absolutely right it, it, it is about seeing it as a whole and not seeing social in isolation it's, it's about seeing the whole thing as a, a complete digital marketing mix and, and where digital fits into your entire marketing strategy. And if you're starting out, and very often if you're starting out and you come from corporate where somebody's just always looked after that for you, then yeah. it, it's a complete mindset set it's a complete shift that's really quite hard to say <laughs> well i was good I, I, I was still lingering on your lockdown pun which i'm sure you didn't realize oh no, i didn't you've thrown me now right, go on then share that one mark what was that you said get it locked down uh, you shouldn't look at things in you shouldn't look at things in isolation and i was like ah lockdown isolation that's uh, true right. Keep taking the tablets. I've completely lost my thread now. Yes, that, you 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 completely disrupted Rosie's train of thought. There. <laughs> it was going to be something so insightful. <laughs> Who knows? We'll never know. We'll never know. So I've got, I've got a question for Rosie then. So what? So just as you just rightly said there, that somebody um, you know they, they could have been in a huge company before they played a part in that company they've then decided right I'm going to start my own business off a trot uh, and of course as we we all know they're wearing all the hats um, you know they're the expert in their field but not the expert in sales marketing and all those other things so they literally come and say oh, I, yeah, I, I need a marketing strategy um, or I need something to, to look at as to where I'm going where do I start so what, what? I know there isn't a short answer here or a simple no, answer. No. So what's um? Do you get people going to you with that type of question, Rosie? That yes, they usually come with. Uh, I've been having a look at this, and it's a bit of a nightmare, and I don't know what I'm doing. Help! <laughs> That's generally um, how how it starts, yeah. and and so I start them right at the basics with, well, what are you trying to achieve? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If yeah. people have gone into, if people have gone into trying their hand at social media from scratch, without any training and having gone through, where do you stand on the trial and error philosophy, which probably is more commonly found with people where they assume they'll be all right because they know roughly kind of what they're doing because 
either they've got a personal page and they've been messing around with that for a while and so they'll have a go and it'll work out and if not it'll be fine i can just delete it that's obviously jumping quite a few of the steps that we've talked through and what i'm i guess i'm trying to say is help us understand or help us get those people to understand why it's better to go back and revisit those first steps Okay, so um, trial and error is a bit like um, getting a handful of small pebbles from the beach, chucking them at, at a, a boy in, in the channel, and maybe one or two of them will hit, but 98% of them will miss. So if they come and... So what I'm trying to say is... People who have done trial and error tend to come and say, I've been giving it a go. It's not as effective as I would like it to be. It's taking too much time and I'm not sure it's working. Now, the fact that they've tried a few things actually is great because they know it's not working. So we can start from there and say, right, so what did you do? So if we go through that process, can we see how you've just missed a bit? And so we can tweak what you're doing. We don't have to start exactly from scratch. Yeah, um, you know, a, a good client has had a go, actually, and, the, and they know what they're good at and they know what they don't know. And so therefore they're actually more open. Yeah, it's yeah. So interesting, yeah. isn't it? Because actually, that's, that's just as you said, that's the point, isn't it? Is, is you actually could have your messaging could be spot on but you're just delivering the message in the wrong place or yes, you're delivering yeah. your message to the wrong people. So it's so, not when things are not working, you, you have to break it down. So which, which particular bits are not working? Cause some of it may be perfect. I point. think the, the other thing is expectation, isn't it? Um, I, I've come off a workshop this morning where I was doing a marketing workshop this morning and I've had to, um, um, and what, what I had to put over was, was that don't expect all your business to come from one social media platform or another or another. As Rosie said earlier, preferably concentrate on one social media platform. Do it well. But make sure you're getting, you're getting sales from other areas as well. Because all the, all, the various, all the various outlets that you can use in today's world, which are around yesterday and we add them we add digital into the mix they will all contribute they will all drip feed sales to your uh, to your sales funnel so you know we we mustn't ignore yes we've got to nail down social media but we mustn't ignore networking we mustn't ignore email marketing sms marketing all these other channels which will work perfectly well for uh, for for most people not everybody most people but don't rely on don't rely on one in particular to provide all your uh, all your sales i do apologize for my voice it's just oh poor going. today um, so that, that anyway that was my message this morning and it's my message this afternoon now as well <laughs> i can't like, think of a new one he's <laughs> a little soldier isn't he chris he is rosie do we do you have any tools that you recommend to people to help them to get started? Are there any uh, online tools? Are there any physical tools that people can use either to make their lives easy or easier or to help be more effective with what they're trying to achieve? 
Okay, so um, this is going to sound a little controversial, but the first tool that they need to do is the off button on their tech and the pen and paper in order to just nail down what it is that they think. So stop being distracted by your digital, stop being distracted by your WhatsApp, seriously just sit down and think about your business. If you're deciding to go down a route for multiple platforms, even though it might not be right, then I would have a scheduling tool. My particular favorite is Hootsuite, which will help you to become effective. And then you then need a, a monitoring and measuring tool. So just make sure you've, uh, if you've got a website that you've got analytics, Google Analytics uh, enabled and learn how to read it. Uh, and if you have a website, have a nice, tasty, simple SEO. Now I use WordPress, so I use Yoast. And I love it because it's red, orange or green, which means it's not good. It, nah, and it's excellent. And, you know, we can all understand that we want more greens. So those would be some top tips. But, but actually, yeah, you, you need a scheduler, a recorder and a monitor and measurer. Fantastic. Yeah. Very good tips. Mm, yeah. Elaine, Chris, have we got any other questions for Rosie? I don't have at the moment, no. But I'd be happy for Elaine to ask mine. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I, I, I've um, well, I've asked some questions along the way. I think uh, the good thing about uh, all of that, Rosie, as you say, it is it's the keeping keeping it simple and not trying to eat the elephant. Really, isn't it? It's, you've got to break it down into chunks, and you've got to they're all equally as important. So you've got to know each nugget and how it works and how it's going to benefit your business. But you don't need 52 nuggets, do you? That's the thing. You only need a handful of nuggets that are actually going to help you. And it's just knowing which ones are going to work. So I think, yeah, that was, well, well, I don't think, I know that was all really, really good advice and very clear. So something you taught me actually, Elaine, um, and something that I, I take with and share with my clients is overwhelm is having is not knowing what the next step is, not the step 470 steps further on, but the next step. And so I try and make that as simple and clear to them as possible. And, and to understand that when we're marketing, it's all a bit of trial and error and there is no fail. Yeah. Good advice. Yeah. Now, if Rosie, if people would like to get hold of you, if they would like to get some help from you, how can they get in touch? Meander over onto the website, digitalcoach.org.uk, or come find me on Facebook at The Thinking Woman's Digital Coach, or find me on LinkedIn, Rosie Diver. That's Diver, D I V E R, not Driver. <laughs> It confuses everybody. It always happens. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, really good. Uh, uh, now, it, it, we should we go around and ask each other what our contact information? People should know by now, shouldn't they, how to get hold of us, Chris? They know yes, that there's two, they know that there's two G's in the middle of your website address, <laughs> Elaine. <laughs> they know there's two M's in the middle of yours, and they know I think that so. they know that mine has a three instead of an E. 
So we won't go for the rigmarole of that. Of course, what we would say is if you do like the show, please give us a five-star review, either on Facebook or using Apple. You can listen to the show on Apple, Google, Spotify. It's on all the major platforms. So do do check us out. You can listen to all the previous shows on there. If you subscribe, when the next show drops, it will automatically download. If you want to find easy links to all of those platforms rather than having to go through the ordeal of searching and finding then if you go to www.thepodstation.co.uk you'll find the go fish page and there's actually the icons with a link to each and every one of the platforms that we're on it'll take you straight there and then you don't have to mess around anymore if you've got any questions if you've got a topic you'd like us to cover in particular get in contact with us using gofish at thepodstation.co.uk and of course if you like and follow us on social media we're on facebook instagram twitter and which one have i missed there facebook instagram twitter and linkedin linkedin, LinkedIn. <laughs> I'm, yeah i'm getting old and tired um, and our competition and yes of course and you will have heard because it'll have been slotted in the middle our competition uh, where you can win some fantastic prizes and all you need to do is give us a review it's that easy um mm. and like one of our pages and there's three prizes up for grabs for everybody to potentially win so why not have a go it makes no sense not to so uh, thank you very much for joining us today rose it's very much appreciated thank you as always chris and elaine for joining us and we will catch you again next time oh cheers thank you everybody bye get social at go underscore fish marketing on instagram facebook and twitter 